Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Becoming You. My name is Shirley, and I'm a spiritual mindset coach on a mission to change the way women show up in the world. I want to have real conversations about all the things so that you, my listener, knows what's possible for your most extraordinary life. It's in our vulnerable times where we begin to grow and learn. Hey, life can be messy, and I want to share all of my stories so that each experience brings more evolution. Nothing is off the table. Let's see where we go. Pull up a chair, grab a journal, and your favorite snack. Welcome to the conversation. Hey ladies, welcome back to Becoming You. This week's episode is just me, and I don't have a title for it because this is just me logging in and sharing in conversation today. I don't know that I have a really big plan. Uh, There was a few episodes that got canceled this week for a variety of different reasons, and I wanted to make sure that something got uploaded. And I'm pretty lit up right now. And so I wanted to talk about life and how everything is going and how you guys are doing, because I seem to be in a really incredible flow these days. And even though the external circumstances seem a little crazy and a little frantic sometimes, I am still in my groove. I'm still finding my way and I am so appreciative of it. I'm appreciative of the people that are surrounding me these days and the work that I'm doing. And it all started with the launch of my yoga teacher training program. And so I wanted to have a conversation about all of that today. And, you know, when I closed my studio three years ago, um, I didn't really think that I was going to teach yoga again. And I didn't really have a bigger plan than I just knew that I wanted to be of service. And I was on a podcast uh, a few weeks ago. I was interviewed a few weeks ago on a, on a, another podcast. And, you know, he asked me like, how did I get here? <laughs> like, how did I get here to this moment? And I don't know how many of you have done this before, but that question really had me going down my timeline of how did I get here to that moment of being on this podcast? And I teach this a lot and I have conversations about this a lot about how I believe that everything happens in the order that it's meant to for us to transform, that nothing happens out of chance and there's no such thing as coincidence, that there's a synchronicity to life. And when we're in the flow of it, and when we're paying attention, we can start to see the threads that bind each and every experience. And I don't know if I've actually talked about this in a podcast episode, but I'm going to share it here. And so the question was, how did I get here? And I'm going to go back about 35 years. So the story starts 35 years ago, like any good story should start at the beginning. And actually, I'm going to even take the story back further. The story goes back 
when I was nine years old. So that's many, many years ago. And I have a calculator in front of me that I can, that I can, uh, quickly come up with, um, a number. And the story starts in 1979. I was nine years old. God, that took a lot of brain power. But I was driving from Montreal to Toronto with my grandparents, and we stopped in one of the rest stops on the side of the road. I think it might have been a McDonald's. And we were having lunch, and a girl, a little girl, probably a few years older than me, came over to me and gave me a hug, like a really tight hug. She had special needs. She had Down syndrome. And... It was kind of scary and I started to cry. And when her mother came together and apologized and my grandmother said, oh, don't be silly. You know, the world needs more love is probably something she said. And then I asked her why this girl came over and hugged me out of nowhere that I thought that was scary and weird. And and she explained that children born with special needs were here to teach the world how to love differently. I really remember that moment with her and I grew up to be a special ed teacher. And so my background before I came into health and wellness and yoga and meditation and breath work, I worked with children with autism for many, many years. And whether I knew it at the time, if I really think about it, every experience shapes who we are becoming. And Fast forward now, I'm working with children with autism and I am carrying twin boys. So this would be 1999-ish. And um, the boys were born premature. I don't know if you know these, this story, but my my boys were born premature. They were born at 25 weeks. They were considered micro preemies. And as I'm recording this, their birthday is next week and they will be 24. But one of the boys, Oliver, was born with cerebral palsy. And the immediate response could be, oh my God, I can't believe that I've been taking care of other people's children with special needs. And now I'm going to have my own special need child. Or the perspective shift could be, who better to take care of these children? Who better to take care of these children? A mom who has experience with special needs. Now, I also believe that we choose our parents. On some level, we actually choose our parents. And I know some of you are listening and like, maybe you have really horrible relationships and you're like, there's no way I would have chose these parents, right? But on some level, You have chosen your parents to live the life that you're living, whatever the lesson is that you need to be learning. And I believe that. And if that's the case, then I believe that Ethan and Oliver chose the best possible mom ever. And so I started to look up alternative treatment with children with special needs. Because the hospital sent us home after many months of being in the NIC unit. And, you know, that's a whole other story. But he was sent home. And the message I had was, don't do anything. When when they reach 12 months and you bring them back for their follow-up, we'll know how 
you know, how delayed he is, but there's a good chance that he would never walk. That, that was, that was the message I got. Now I am not a wait and see kind of person. I never have been. I'm super stubborn and very feisty and wait and see has never worked for me. And so I started Googling alternative treatment for children with special needs. So this is 1999. And I found a woman in the States. Her name was uh, Sonia Sumar. And she did a program called Yoga for the Special Child. Many, many years ago, she had a daughter, I believe with Down syndrome, but don't quote me on that. And I, I flew, no, I didn't fly. I drove to Buckingham, Virginia. I drove to Buckingham, Virginia, and I took a training called Yoga for the Special Child. And I came home and I started working with my son and I started working with other children with special needs. And that opened a huge array of people in my world. Osteopaths that specialized in pediatrics, physiotherapy that specialized in pediatrics. And I started to like go to these appointments and work with Oliver and record our sessions on a, on a video camera and then go home and repeat the sessions and then do more yoga and more physio and more osteo. And when we got to 12 months, I, we took him back to the hospital and put both Oliver and Ethan down on the ground. Both were sitting at the time and the doctor had no idea which one was Ethan, which, which, which child was Oliver. And so if you start to look at the timeline of like, okay, what brought me to this moment? Right. So special needs, my son, yoga, I had already been practicing yoga for many years and loved it. And I got to combine yoga and children. It seemed like, you know, the, the best scenario in the whole world for me. And I have also been really blessed to have my life purpose also be my job because I don't think that it has to be. Then I went off to take a regular teacher training program in Toronto, Ontario with an incredible teacher by the name of Esther Myers. And uh, a couple years after I graduated, she passed away. And then I went off to do more training and more studying and more teachers. And, and then I opened, then my mom passed away. And it was definitely a time in my life that completely rocked my world. My mom was my best friend. And we had really grown up together. I'm, I'm an only child. Well, I have a, a half brother, but from my dad's first marriage. And I used her insurance money to open a children's yoga studio called Yoga Bear. And I, and I got to work with children, more children with special needs and after school programs. And then I closed the studio because I didn't really want to run a business. And I continued to do more trainings and you know, more teaching. And then I got to open my own studio and I ran a very, very successful yoga and spin studio in Collingwood, Ontario. And I closed it uh, a, a couple of years ago. And that gave me the freedom to explore more, more. It's always been what now, what now? I'm not one to settle. I don't love the mundane. I, I don't love um, 
I love variety. I love being a student of life and learning and meeting new people and making connections. It's always been who I am. I am energized by being around people and also being in service. And then we had the pandemic and everyone kind of retreated. And for a while I thought, oh, maybe now I'm an introvert. Maybe now this is what I need. Maybe now I'm an introvert. And it's only in the last couple of months that something has shifted for me. And it feels like I am home again. But the landscape is the same, but who I am is different. And so I can see this is familiar. I've been in this space before. I've taught teacher trainings before. I've done other facilitator trainings of other things. I've, you know, taught lots of yoga. And so this isn't me going back. Like someone asked me, you teaching a new teacher training program, does that feel like you're going back? Because I really thought that I was not going to teach yoga again. And I started working one-on-one with women and doing some small group stuff and coaching and life and spirituality and mindset. And I started stepping into a greater version of myself. And I realized I had all these techniques and all these ideas and all these plans that I wanted to share with the world that I combined yoga and life coaching. And then this year, I have been teaching a, a group of women, 45 plus yoga teacher training program. It's been, it's called wisdom and it's for women, 45 plus for the wise woman, I called it. And even though the landscape is the same, because I am a completely different human than I was, let's say five years ago, even everything is different. Everything feels different. It feels like it's more on my terms. I have been practicing building, you know, the muscles of confidence and resilience and determination and discipline that nothing has waved me. It's not been about anything external and it's not been about anything outside of me that it has become an inner strength. And I don't even know if this is making sense. (sighs) But recently I also finished a certification in breath work and all of my yoga teacher training. I've never actually led breath work in this particular way. And again, I have not been this lit up to share something with my community in so long that it has sparked like a million other things that I want to put out there. And for the first time in such a long time, it's not about let's see what sticks let's do this let's do this now let's do this now let's do this it's about let's get really quiet and see what's longing in my heart and in the world not because I think I should not because somebody told me not because it's going to make someone happy but it's like a true a true response to what my soul is desiring to put out in the world for the women that are going to show up for it. And so 
as I'm filming this solo episode and just going on this little timeline experience, I'm going to bring it back, I promise. In this moment, how did you get here? How did you get here? When was the last time you looked at a timeline? So it's one of these techniques that we do in NLP, where you start to put the threads of your life together. Literally, you could do it on a big piece of bristle board. You could do it on, uh, you know, in your journal, however you want to do it, but start to connect those small threads that keep getting you there. And then the cool thing about that is you could look at new things, new rituals, new habits that you want to bring into your life and you can start to plug them in into things that are already existing so that you're anchoring them into everyday activities. And then one day you are just going to become a new person. You're going to be like, holy shit, remember when I used to, you know, remember when I used to let myself off the hook on all sorts of things? Remember when I used to care what people said? Remember when I used to ask 10 people what they thought I should do? And now you're just doing the things that you so desire to do because that's what your heart wants, because that's how you know how to show up and you keep going and you keep doing it. And there are no more excuses because what you say is really important. And so for anyone listening to this episode today, it might seem sporadic and all over the place, but my timeline has got me to this exact moment that I am filming this episode, that I'm recording this episode for you. And so even if I look at the last couple of recordings that got canceled and I had nothing to upload for this coming week, and now I get to talk about my timeline and who who knows who's going to hear this that's going to go, oh my God, that's so cool. I want to do a timeline. I want to see like all the threads that have gotten me to this moment of my life. And I can tell you if you're listening to this and you are not lit up, if something is not feeling right, if you're like, man, I remember, you know, I made this mistake or this happened to me at my lowest time, find pieces that got you out of it. Because that's the evidence that we are strong enough, that we are courageous enough, and that we have the fucking resilience to keep showing up because the timeline of your life is not always easy and it's not always linear. It is going to have peaks and dips and roadblocks and gravel roads and paved roads. And it is going to take you on all sorts of adventures. But look at the big things. Look at the things that you that you have completed in your life. Look at where you could have made a different decision. Look at the time you took a chance and it didn't pan out. What happened after that? Did you get stronger? Did it take a few months to get out of that? Did it take a few years? But you did it. And if you are still in a hard season, I am telling you, put some really good anchors in place that are going to get you up in the morning even if it's about getting dressed in the morning. And I made a video the other day 
And it was about, I wanted to make this video because I wanted to remember how I felt in the moment. So when that it's really hard, I could look back on that video and think, holy shit, if I do the thing that I don't really want to do right now, that's how I'm going to feel. That's enough to get me up. That's enough to get me doing the thing. That's enough to show up for myself. And you get to a point where the excuses don't matter because who you are and who you are becoming is so much more important. And I can't tell you the magic amount of days you're going to need to do it. And I can't tell you how many times you're going to fail. And I can't tell you the months, the years, I don't know. But what I do know is take some time to look at the timeline. Look how everything unfolded for your growth and evolution. That's what it's about. Growth and evolution. And if you are not growing, you are dying. So if there is something that you want to get on, if there is something that you want to do, if there's a passion project, if there's something you need to say, then do it. Because every time we do the thing that's going to scare the shit out of us, it pushes that boundary of courage. It creates a bigger space for you to grow and evolve. And it is messy and it is beautiful and it is hard and it's funny and it's all the things. It's all the things, but you got to keep going. You got to keep going. And so Maybe no one showing up for these videos or these recordings this week was because I was meant to talk about this timeline thing and remind myself how far I've come and how much I've grown and that there's been so much heartache, but that there's been so many blessings and lessons. And my heart is so full these days and my practices are so rich and the conversations that I'm having are so deep. And the love in my heart just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And then I am reminded that I am born for this life, that I am born for this life. And I am going to embrace every opportunity I get, whether it scares the shit out of me or it's super easy or super uncomfortable, because I'm going to keep challenging myself. And for anyone listening, if you are still in if you are still listening to this, I challenge you, pull back and look at your timeline of where you've come from to where you are now, and then continue to where you are going. I know this episode is stirring up a class, a master class that I want to offer to whoever feels like they want to sign up for it. And I don't have a date and I have no information to give you, but it's coming. It's coming. So thank you for listening this week. If it felt like a little bit of a rant, it might've been, I'm in such a good place these days. It's not always been like that. It's been hard. And I know a lot of us are coming out of a hard season and a lot of us are questioning now, what, where do I go now? Where do I go now? What do I do now? What do I do 
with this information? How do I feel about this? How do I feel about where I'm going? Keep asking the open-ended questions and keep getting quiet enough that you're hearing what's coming in for you. Don't discount it. It's not a coincidence. It's a synchronicity. And and there's going to be moments that you're going to continue to align to it. And then there's going to be moments that feel so fucking hard that you just have to ask yourself why. And maybe that's a pivotal point for you. Maybe it's to shift gears and go somewhere else. Maybe it's to try a different path, but keep moving forward. Stop looking behind you. We're not going that way. And if you are listening to this and you're like, I want what she's on, give me some of that. Reach out. Let's set up a discovery call. I have space for one-on-one clients. I am launching something extraordinary in September, which I'm really excited about and I will share more as it starts to unfold in my heart and in my soul. But one-on-one coaching is amazing because it offers exactly what you're going to need. And it's not about diving into your past. It's about designing your future. That's the role of a life coach. So if you need a cheerleader in your back pocket, let me know. I am here for you. And I am blown away by what I've been able to do. And I'm blown away by watching other women do extraordinary things. And I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep surrounding myself with extraordinary humans, men and women. And I'm going to keep sharing. So I love you. Thank you for being here. You know where to follow me. All the links are in the show notes. Stay connected. If you know someone in your life that needs a pep talk and this episode is it, do me a favor, share the episode. The other thing I would love, I love social media. I do. I love Instagram. So the other thing I would love, and I would be so grateful if you would maybe take a snapshot of this episode or another one that you love and maybe write your biggest takeaway and share it in your stories and tag me because I would love to share it in my stories. Leave a review. That would also be great. I will speak to you soon. Until then, be awesome. Thanks. Thanks.